Welcome into Kamisha's Corner after a big week two in the Syracuse 2020-2021 Fantasy Football League. I'm your host and the Kamish, Tim Killian. Happy to be back. It's about 6.30 p.m. on the East Coast here in Orlando, Florida. It's a great Wednesday night. Um, a little message for all the members out there. I am sending out a survey this week on the idea that was proposed about letting a league champion implement a new rule in the league if they win. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Get me your answers, um, you know, in the next couple days. But for now, it's time to look back at the week that was and get ready for a big week three. All right. It is now my pleasure to welcome in a past champion from 2016 onto the podcast. This is a man we've seen hoist the trophy and also wear a dress to draft day. I promise no NBA talk tonight with a big game on the line. So if any mentions come out, I'm going to bleep those out. Starting right now, because he's the owner of the fan club, that is Mr. John Jarden. How are things in Massachusetts today? Uh, it's good. It's, it was like a balmy 70 degrees, so uh, almost like I'm, I'm down there with you. And there's no big sporting events, I'm sure, that people up there are being super annoying today, right? Uh, it's been actually relatively quiet, to be quite honest with you. I tried to listen to some stuff on the radio, and it, it's, it's, it's calmer than I would have imagined. I'm sure it will ramp up tomorrow, regardless of any result of any big game that's going to be happening. Well, speaking of big games, let's focus in on your team. Let's just go right into it. You're 0-2. You're 7th in point scoring. You just lost by 20 to Nick, but it felt close for a while there. Um, just so people listening kind of, you know, know what the scope of this is. A couple key players on your team. You got Eckler, Carson, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Todd Gurley. Starts off with just kind of like a state of the nation. Like address your team right now. Let us know how you're doing kind of mentally and how you kind of view your team so far. Me personally, mentally, it's, I don't know. It's like, not great. When you introduce me as a, uh, a former champion, it's almost like saying that the, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks once won a Super Bowl, but like we <laughs> kind of forget that. And I, that's how it I did. feel. You know, I like maybe that year was a fluke. I, I, I always thought I like had, had was somewhat competent in whole, in this whole fantasy football thing, but maybe I'm just not. Um, that's where my head's at. Um, the team. Uh, a lot of looking around in the locker room. They they know the expectations were higher. Um, most likely, you know, no one's safe. Everyone is, is worried, you know, who's getting shipped off. It's not a matter of when or if, but it's a matter of who, you know, who's getting shipped off. So we'll see how things shake up in the next, uh, you know, week or so. All right, so I'm looking at your matchup with Nick. Um, again, Nick put up 135 points, so he had a good week. But I want to ask you this. Is Nick's team better than yours? Like, if I played this matchup, if the schedule was you versus Nick the next 10 weeks, how many times out of those, like, 10 weeks does your team win? So I think if I'm managing this team, he's probably winning every week. Uh, it's So he beat me, so I'm not going to say my team's not, you know, my team's better. That would be wrong. But, like, if, say, Jesse was managing my team, if Jesse was the owner and he just literally did the same moves that I did, he probably would have beat Nick by like forty points. Uh, <laughs> it's all luck, then, huh? Yeah, like, and it, yeah, it's just like you know, and it was it was comical at times, you know, in a in a really sad way. Like, you have 
Todd Gurley at the goal line. Uh, but no, let's give it to Calvin Ridley. Oh, oh, by the way, he was on the other team. That sucks. <laughs> um, and then, oh, we're going to go into overtime. And I have Eckler, Tyreek Hill, and Kelsey to put up some big points. And, oh, wait, none of them put up points. But the kicker hit a 58-yard field goal who was, oh, yeah, he was on the other team as well. Um so, How about Paris Campbell getting hurt on his first touch of the game, too? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yep, that was a nice roller I got. <laughs> yeah, that was that was neat. Um, and, you know, Kareem Hunt going for, you know, 23 points. I think he had a couple tighties. It's just like, you know, it's, at this point, Tim, I'm just used to it. I'm expecting to get kicked right between the legs every Sunday. <laughs> so it's, you know, it is what it is. All right, if you could, like, identify one player on your team that you think has been, like, the biggest letdown or disappointment, is there, like, one guy that you're like, man, I was hoping to get more out of this one player? Um, I'm waiting for Stafford to get a little hot, but you look at that team and they kind of suck, and they got some injuries on their side, so, uh, well, everyone's had injuries. Yeah, he hasn't had uh, holiday, right? Yeah, so that hurts. Having Eckler, you know, he... He, um, having him, they were on the goal line first and, you know, I think two, and he didn't get any of the touches. So that was very disappointing. Um, Carson's been good. I've been happy with him. But overall, it's just like, a, you know, disappointing across the, uh, across the board. Is there like an area of your team that gives you hope? If it's like, hey, you, you if I told you you were going to start winning games, like, why do you think it's going to happen? Uh, no. The answer to that question. Short, the short answer is no. <laughs> no hope. All right. I mean, um, like, it's like I, my two best players are in Kansas City, which, like, on the surface sounds great, but then if one's doing well, chances are the other one's not doing so well because, you know, Tyree's eating that day, but Kelsey's not. Um, so it's – we. I mean, and then I look at my bench, and I like – there's some people on there that I, I like, uh, you know, Robbie Anderson. I like, I did like Paris Campbell. I'm um, just sticking for AJ Brown. Hopefully when AJ Brown comes back, he can be, you know, somewhat what I expect him to be, a solid wide receiver too. But, I don't know, I mean, like I said, moves have to be made. I've been, you know, I've been on the phone with some, with some, uh, some other owners and trying to make something work. So, right now I want to focus in, um, on Kyle's team. I want to get your opinion on Kyle. Uh, he was the highest scorer from last week at 163 points. He earned $10, uh, for the weekly high score. Um, personally, you know, some wins are bigger than others for me. I know that the players out there are just doing their thing. They don't know. But I love when someone comes on, talks a little trash. I mean, he called Redmond the 76ers of the league. That's like the biggest insult you can throw out. Uh, I guess that's an NBA reference. I should bleep, I should bleep that out. But I like when he can talk a little trash to Redman. He backs it up uh, with a big win. So Kyle's starting to slowly pull away in total points scored. He's 2-0. and uh, Do you think he's the team with the best chance to win the title this year? Um, if, Ad- if those Green Bay guys are going to do what they have been doing, then yeah. I mean, he... I don't know what he bought Cam at, or if he even just picked him up off the waivers. I think he was like a yeah. dollar. Obviously, that's been the value pick thus far, and Belichick seems to just want to use him to get to the end zone by any means necessary. Uh, 
So if that trend continues, uh, then I would say he's he's a team to beat. And, um, you know, I don't know if – I mean, Adam is injured. I think he got injured last week, but I don't think it's, like, going to be a big thing. He might miss a week or two. Um, but he has some people on the bench that he can easily fill in. Like, I like, you know, if Telly's going to get all this goal line touches in San Diego and not my guy Eckler, then he's got to be happy there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think he's by far and away the best team in this league. Um, I think he is an early favorite, but, you know, me, I, some other, who else do we have here? I mean, Mason had a pretty good week too, um, but he just lost McCaffrey, so he's probably, you know, in a, in a tough spot. And that brings up a good point. It's like, it seems like everyone is getting hurt. You know, if Belichick's going to use Cam the way he's been using him, it wouldn't shock me at all if he goes down with an injury. And now, um, you know, Kyle has to make some moves there. Uh, when you look at his team, other than like, other than like predicting an injury, is there like an, an area, an area you see maybe there's like a weakness for this team where it could be exploited? I mean, just so people know, he's got Cam. Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., Jonathan Taylor, those are like his main guys. Do you see any area of weakness? I mean, the running backs are solid. Um, I mean, I guess his weakest player is his tight end, which if that's your weakest player in in fantasy football, you're, you're doing something good, you know? So it doesn't sound good for us if Kyle's kind of the, you know, the guy who's off the hottest start. I just want to throw a stat out there. Um, Kyle so far has made 19 total moves to this point. No one else has even entered double digits in terms of add, drop, trade, things of that nature. Uh, so maybe that has something to do with it. Um, but I want to kind of transition now, uh, hit on a couple other teams, some fill in the blanks. Uh, so right now we're going to focus on Mason's team. So Mason, like, totally blew his load on the waivers this week. Uh, he spent $47 for Mike Davis uh, $37 for Henderson, and he actually would have also got Deion Lewis, but he bid $21 and didn't have enough money to back it up, so it defaulted to go to Jesse for $0. Um, so Mason would have picked up all – he would have just spent his entire budget and got three running backs. He got two, um, and he's starting Davis this week. So fill in the blank. Mason's waiver wire decisions this week were blank. Brilliant. 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 Yeah, I mean, like, there's, you, I think we're all navigating this whole waiver wire bidding thing. Um, you know, we, I don't think anyone really has an idea of how to work it. Maybe other think John said he, he's used it before, and I'm not really sure if anyone else in the league has. But I've used it before, but it's tough have, when, no, when no one else has, it doesn't really matter, because you don't really know how other people are going to bid. Right. Um, but... I mean, I think with injuries going the way they've been going, you want to make sure that you get a guy and then you're kind of rolling the dice that those guys you're picking up, um, will stay healthy. But, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to win this league, you got, I think someone said this last week, if you're going to make, you're going to win this league, you got to make some bold moves. And I, I like the bold moves he's making. So Mason's got $16 left in his total free agent budget for the rest of the year. Uh, but, Jarden's back in the decisions. Those are brilliant. Uh, moving on to number two, Murph has been decimated by injuries. I mean, I know everybody went down in week two, 
but we've talked about the lack of depth on Brendan's team probably the most. And now he's got no Barkley, um, who he spent a huge chunk of his budget on. Thomas is banged up. He might come back this week, but we're not really sure. Uh, so let's focus on Brendan's team. Fill in the blank. Brendan's best chance to make a run at the title is blank. Um, build a time machine. Go back to Friday <laughs> week one and answer my goddamn uh, trade request. Would have diversified his team and probably would have sent Barkley my way, and I would have been fucked. Um, but, you know, so he can go kick rocks, I guess. Do <laughs> you have any free advice for uh, how Brendan maybe should be navigating his team? He currently doesn't have uh, any other running back. He has one running back, and it's Kamara, and he doesn't have a running back two yet. Yeah, I mean, no, I no, he can figure it out himself. I tried to help him, so I'm not going to try and give him some free advice now. No. All right, so Brendan will be navigating the waiver wire this week or maybe making a trade. Uh, but now let's look at last place. So the team with the least total points scored sitting in last place is John Redmond, uh, who still owes us um, a little 5K in a crow costume uh, for last year. So fill in the blank. The word I'd use to describe Redmond's chances of making the playoffs this year is blank. Um, hopeful, I guess. Hopeful. How come? Hopeful. Yeah. I mean, he, he the freaking crow is coming. He is, he's got Mahomes, right? He's got Mahomes, Miles Sanders, and James Conner. That's kind of like the, and Mark Andrews is great, but his receivers are, have been underperforming a little, Hilton and Green. Right, and, and um, I just think without that preseason and people coming in with, you know, not quite the, you know, the reps and everything that they've gotten, that everyone is going to be susceptible to injury. Um, and he, I mean, the injury bug bit him early. Um, so I think that kind of contributes as to why, you know, he's last place in points. Uh but it's early. It's you know it's week two. He has two really good um, quarterbacks that he can try and move one of those if he wants. Um, like I said, if you know Cam gets hurt or you know if someone else gets hurt, he can you know flip that. I, obviously, his running backs have been relatively disappointing. Whether it's been getting hurt or like, I thought Cam Akers selfishly was going to have like a big year and he hasn't really done much. Um, but I don't. I got to imagine Miles Sanders will turn things around because he's going up against the NFC East, you know. Yeah, he had a he had a great game last week with uh, almost topped 100 yards. Uh, he did get a touchdown. He had 18 points. Yeah. No, I mean, he's going to be playing Washington twice. You know, he, he's, he's – that whole division sucks. So, and yeah. then if Connor we, – we've seen what Connor can do, um, and it seems like they're not really feeding him the way that they once did. And they have other backs there as well, but I – I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if he turns it around because if you look at across the league, like I think we're assuming Murph is going to take one of those bottom four spots. So then he just has to beat out three other teams. I think you and I can both see ourselves, you know, oh, yeah. in that mix as well. <laughs> so now, oh, yeah. yeah. So now it's it's just you know he has to beat one other team out, um, which. We talked about Mason's team possibly with, you know, what he's been, what happened with his team. So I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if he makes it. Um, he's definitely in that bottom tier 
where you and I are both living, I think, though. So this next one, let's not look at anyone's team in particular. I'm going to pull up the uh, total points so far scored for the season. So this next question, the MVP of fantasy football at the end of the year will be blank. Uh, right now, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, and Cam Newton have been the three best players so far, all over 60 points uh, total. Barring injury, um, Russ, Russ or Aaron Jones um, would be my yeah, Aaron Jones would be my picks because I think if Aaron Jones continues to do what he's doing, um, I mean he's gonna. I, every, I was never very high on like Barkley um, or you know a couple other of those top guys. And he's going to outperform them in a big way if he continues at the at the rate that he's doing. And then I just don't see Russ slowing down. Um, he's probably going to win the MVP in in real life too. Um, so those would be my. How best. about how about um, what do you think about Kyler Murray? He's sitting on Nick's bench. Obviously, Nick has Russ, and as a Seahawks fan, he's going to start Russ. But Kyler well, Murray think- had twenty six points and then thirty two points. Do you think that's going to continue? So I think Nick is a reasonable guy, and he'll play whichever quarterback is has the best matchup. Um, but having said that, and I put this in the text, I think I mean he's he's shopping his quarterbacks left and right, and he's I think he obviously those quarterbacks are scoring a lot, but um, as a whole, I don't think our league values quarterbacks all that much particularly because it's not we don't have a super flex or two QBs. So, having said that, I think it would be really, really funny, really funny if he keeps sending out all those trade offers and no one bites and he has to eat two of those quarterbacks. I think it would yeah. be really funny if everyone's picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> it would be really See, funny you know, I'm not in on this, so no one, no one can accuse me of collusion. I don't know what's going on right now. I didn't I say anything. I just, I'm just stating it would be a funny thing to happen, you know. <laughs> All right, let's uh before we wrap up, let's uh let's look ahead now at week 3. Um I want to get everyone a chance here to kind of check out everyone's team with a little preview of these matchups. Uh we're actually going to start with my own team. I'm 1 and 1 and I have the pleasure of playing Kyle who's 2 and 0. Uh actually Kyle's only projected to win by 10 points. I thought it would be way more than that. These projections uh, just because are crap though. The projections have been crap, but also my team's only been projected for like 100 points each week because I've been just throwing garbage at the running back two slot. But I'm moving James Robinson in there, who's projected for 13. Um, he's been getting a lot of touches. He had 102 yards and a touchdown last week. I don't really know what to expect. Mason seems to like him. But uh, I want to pick your brain here. So Kyle's projected to beat me by 10. Um, who do you think is going to win this matchup? Uh, I haven't looked at the latest on Adams, but if he's going to play and he's healthy, uh, he he I, he should win running away, in my opinion. Um, your best player is going against the Seattle defense, um, which obviously isn't what it was in the Legion of Boom, but uh, I still don't like it when your running backs go up against them. Um, Cam's playing, I think he's, what is this, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Or, yeah, the Raiders. So I, Vegas. I got to imagine he's he's been all week pissed off that he got stuffed at the end zone. So I think he'll come out with something to prove. 
Um, but if Adams doesn't play, good news for you is I think it's absurd that Cooper Cup hasn't uh, found the end. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's time. What's going on with him? I think it's Cooper Cup time. I just, I mean, they're distributing the ball a lot better this year, and I, you know, Higby continues to work his way up towards one of those like elite tight ends. Um, You know, we saw it at the end of last year. I mean, they gave him a pretty big contract at the beginning of last year with the anticipation that he would be a big role in the offense. So, I do think we'll see Cooper Cup hit the end zone. Um, but I don't like your chances. Yeah, I don't like my chances either. I think the one glimmer of hope is that, other than Adams, I need Adams to sit out, and he's questionable. They're not really sure. Um, the one glimmer of hope for me, I think, is Odell Beckham Jr. had, like, the he had four catches, and one of them was for a touchdown. But, like, mm-hmm. he's been pretty irrelevant for most of the games he's played, like, the last year and a half. So yeah. I feel good about, and this is, I'm just putting the curse on myself. Watch, he's going to have like a three touchdown. Well, I think but, Kyle even mentioned like but, that he, you know, he was high. I was high on Odell walking into this year too. I figured he'd have to bounce back here. Um, yeah. And so I think we're all waiting for that. But yeah, he's been I think, a disappointment in the Browns uniform. I think if I could look at some guys to miss their projections on Kyle's side, like Odell Beckham Jr. could get single digits. Um, Adams could be hurt, and then I'm just kind of hoping that, like, you know, one of his top three guys, well, I'm not going to hope for Cam to be bad, but Jones or Cook, like, one of them just has, like, kind of an off week, which for them is still, like, 15 points. So, uh, but I agree with you. I'm saying Kyle beats me as well. Uh, this next one, we got Mike Rue, who's one and one, against Mason, who's one and one. Uh, Mike is projected to win this matchup by about six points. Uh, who do you think wins this one? Um, I I like Mike's team. Um, like I just I just spent my time praising uh, praising Higby. He had a huge week for him last week. Lamar's a stud. Um, I'm actually kind of bummed that uh, I tried to make a run at Minshew, um, but that didn't that didn't work. Yeah, I, I just like Mike's team. I think he's well rounded. Um, and the Rams defense has been playing relatively decent. Um, so I think they'll be do a good job on staff on digs. Um, so I like Mike in this, this week. I, uh, I do like that Lamar Jackson is that huge matchup with Kansas City. Not obviously Kansas City is great. Um, but like, I just feel like these primetime games, these guys are like built to step up for these moments. So I do think mm-hmm. Lamar will be great as always. And he could like single handedly win this matchup for Mike. But I am going to throw some encouragement for Mason's team. Chubb finally kind of had a big game. Uh, we talked about Mason's waiver wire pickups. He did get Davis and fill a hole there. So if he just gets, like, I don't know, 10 points. Um, I think Stephon Diggs is a guy for me that uh, Mason has pointed out has been kind of disrespected. I know Greg came on here, uh, my brother, and was kind of shitting on Diggs. Um, but Diggs has got uh, eight receptions in game one and eight receptions in game two. He had 13 targets. Uh, last game had 25 points, 153 yards receiving. I mean, uh, Josh Allen is just slinging it, and Stephon yeah. Diggs is definitely uh, benefiting from that. Um, the other thing here to consider, you mentioned the um, the defense. I think you were just talking about, like, the Rams defense overall, but May- I know that Mike doesn't have them, but Mason has the 49ers defense, 
going up against yeah, the Giants. To the Giants, yeah. I don't, I don't care if Bosa's not playing. The Giants are bad. And yeah, well, I mean, that's Sartre. I mean, I think anyone that streams a defense, so I'm one of those people, they basically identify, like, the two or three, like, terrible teams and try and get the defenses going right. against them. Um, so, I like, I had Chicago against them last week, which was, you know, they, they did well. Um, so, anytime you can have a defense go up against, like, the, one of the worst offensive teams in the league, uh, you're probably – but it's funny. They have the Steelers, uh, I think, are projected to outscore the 49ers, and I just don't see that being the case. Wow. I mean, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I got the Colts this week going to go up against the uh, New York Jets, who are also terrible. So, yeah, you know, just things to think about. De- New York's week a tough, tough place to be. If you're <laughs> a, uh, week for defenses football. this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, we got Nick, who's two and zero against Redmond, who's zero and two. Redmond is actually projected to win this one by two. Who do you like this week? Um. So. I think the quarterbacks is going to be kind of a wash. That's actually, uh, if anything, maybe Russ might. Well, I take that back. Patrick Mahomes usually shows up for the big game. So um, I can see Patrick Mahomes sort of outscoring Russ. But if he does, it would be kind of marginal. So I don't really see that as much as an advantage. Um, I don't see Nick. I don't like. I, he's not going to get the production that he got out of Kareem Hunt. Um, but I I do like his receivers a lot more than I like John's. Right, uh, they're kind of opposites. I feel like I feel like I love Redmond's running backs and hate Nick. Yeah, I mean they're running. But backs then I love going, Nick's receivers and hate John's receivers. Their their running backs are going against each other, so that'll be a fun fun game for for those guys to to watch. Um, I mean, I I guess I'm gonna go Nick. On this one, right. um, but I do think it's it, this is probably the uh, the the must watch game of the week for me. For sh- for sure, um, I'm gonna rub some salt in the wound here for you. I'm gonna say Nick wins by two in this uh, because of his kicker. Yeah, I know. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got uh, Murph, who's zero and two, and as we said, still uh, still needs to figure out a running back two situation. Um, and he's going up against uh, Christian, who's one and one. Uh, Christian projected to win by ten here, but we'll see how that balances out when Murph fills in uh, someone. What do you think? I mean, it's Christian, not much to say beyond that. <laughs> yeah, no comment. Uh, I wrote down this is a no-brainer. Christian wins an easy one. I mean, Murph might be adding like Frank Gore. I'm gonna right. guess. Uh, it's tough to really see him I'm, figuring out a way to pull point where I like immediately I'm looking to when I'm playing Murph. Um, so I know I can at least get like a win on the season. Watch me lose to him now, but I think I have to wait till like week seven till I get, till I get that win. <laughs> and then, yeah, everyone will be back and healthy just because it'll be bad luck. Yeah, I'll you. be great. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, so last matchup, we got Jesse 2-0 and taking on you at 0-2. You're actually projected to win by three. Uh, what do you think? I, I, again, every, it's, this team's stupid because I, I like my team. I look at it and I'm, I, I always like the matchups. I can see myself going, um, higher than what's projected, but then every week, like I said, it's like a straight crotch kick. Um, like this is probably the week Melvin Gordon goes off 
um, and Juju <laughs> Juju like figures it out. But like on the surface, I like my matchup um, right now. I would I would say I'd like I think we're gonna win, but you know we shall see. I, I don't know. How I love AJ you. Brown. You're gonna hate this. <laughs> you're you're gonna hate this, but I really like your matchup as well. Uh, I think you got a big advantage at tight end this week. I think Kelsey's just got to show up if they're going to beat the Ravens. Um, I like your running backs a lot more. I like Carson and Eckler more than the combination of Drake and Gordon. Uh, and your flex, you're projected for an advantage there, too, is Robbie Anderson. In Carolina with no uh, McCaffrey. Someone yeah, better I, get I some points there, right? Robbie Anderson guy. Um, he was just stuck in New York and he didn't really do much. Um, so that was a, I think I got him on a trade from Mason, um, which worked out because I think I gave him, uh, who did I give him? I think Marlon Mack and yes, like, yeah, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> so I was happy to, to get him. Um, this is, you know, the first week I'm slotting him into the starting lineup. Hopefully he can respond. And any concern about kind of like the, uh, curse of, uh, Jesse, whenever Jesse's been like doubted. You know, both of us like your matchup here. Whenever Jesse's been doubted, I feel like he just shows up. Yeah, it's a lock. He's going to win, for sure. <laughs> like, book it. But, you know, it's whatever. I, that Like, last year, I was angry. I was I, I spent my most of my days, like, screaming and yelling, and I canceled football. Right around this time, actually. Right around, like, the week two or three thing, I think. Um, now I'm just sad. I'm a defeated man. And fantasy football um, just holds me hostage. So it is what it is. All right. Well, uh, before we go, do you have any you have any big plans tonight? What are you uh, What are you doing with the rest of your night? I want to watch. Good luck with that. You know, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I know you I said think... no. No, I know you said no talk, but like, I really do think this is still going to go seven. Um, I think the teams are evenly matched, so it should be fun. 100% going seven games. I agree with that. I think that both teams have, like, they're, like, almost, like, in in ways, mirror images of, like, certain aspects. Like, they're, like, oh, like, both teams have, like, a lot of options who can score. Both teams have that, like, one, yeah. like, really chippy, aggressive, like, earlier. energetic guy. Yeah. We touched upon this earlier in the week, and I don't know. I think we both agree who it benefited on, but you can make the argument for either team. I don't get why there was such a delay between Saturday's game and today. Um, oh, it it, like, it totally be, it totally benefited um, the Celtics. The reason they yeah, did I it agree, is for, I totally agree with that too. It's just um, for TV. I mean, you had Monday Night Football, and they wanted to get the the Western yeah, the Conference they, Series they back on track, so they just did. Yeah, they did Sunday uh, Sunday Tuesday. So they did that to get them back on track because they were a game behind, and then they don't have to put a game on Monday. Instead, they put a game on Wednesday when there's nothing else on. It's all TV. Yeah. But I, I will I will admit, it only helps one person in the entire series, and that's Gordon Hayward. So uh, Iguodala was a little banged up, but like obviously not as big of a a role for us as Hayward is for Boston. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Um, I'm hoping for a closer game, even though like. It became a relatively close game at the end. It really felt like Boston was control like the whole time. So yeah, Maybe we shall see. We'll see. Maybe it's, gonna, uh, it's maybe, definitely going to go seven. Like you yeah. said. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, th- thanks for having me on, uh, Kamish. Yeah, no worries, man. Enjoy uh, the game tonight, and uh, we'll catch up uh, when it's all said and done. All right, you as well. Take it easy. See you, man.
Let's have a toast for the scumbags 
toast for the jerk-offs Gotta never take work off Baby, I got a plan Run away fast as you